0: Hey, it's me, Kelly Anakin. I'm talking about Showtime's hit series, Yellow Jackets, one episode at a time with some of the funniest people I know. Let's find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting eaten. Welcome to Bloodhive. Bloodhive. gonna be a great time yay so this is yellow jackets season two episode three digestif so names for the alcohols one drinks after a large meal (laughs) um Uh, uh, what were you expecting Natasha coming into this.
1: I kind of thought either like all the girls were going to be real down and unhappy about what happened, or they were going to be almost high from like having eaten and feeling good. And it was kind of more of a middle ground that I don't think I expected.
0: Yeah, I felt exactly the same way. I felt like we were going to go one of two extremes, mm-hmm. and everybody. With the exception of Thaisa, Mm -hmm. uh, who simply did not remember what had happened. Which I knew. I
1: called that I bet it was other Thaisa eating.
0: I found it very disrespectful that she barfed up the calories.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's a disservice. Jackie died for our sins. Right? Jackie Mm -hmm. really
0: did die for their sins. Yep. And I mean, like, okay, I guess if I didn't know I ate a person... And then I found out I ate a person, but I'd be, like, baby birding that back
1: up. And their face. And their face. Ty. Their face. That was a shocker. You ate her face. Yeah. (laughs) That was
0: wild. (laughs) Also, just, like, the complete down-to-earthness a van being mm-hmm. like, we ate her. You specifically ate her face. Her face. face. <laughs> her <So rough>. face. <laughs> I really, and I think the anchor emotionally in this episode is Natalie. Mm-hmm. Because she seems to be the person who both fully accepts that they did what they had to do. Yeah. They might be able to survive the winter having gorged themselves on girl jerky. Mm-hmm. But also feels very
1: morally conflicted about it. Yes. Or just, I don't know. Just like she feels some kind of way. Yes, which makes sense and is reasonable. Yeah. Mari is just being a bitch as usual. Classic
0: Marmar never change Uh -uh. and uh coach ben is
1: oh wow he's out he is out i mean obviously he's hallucinating probably because he's starving and his brain is Mm -hmm. dying he's yeah and his hallucinations or his dissociations
0: are out of some vhs house of horror
1: yes it's devastating
0: (laughs) it's like you know that tape your family has where you've like I'm like has as if anybody is still doing this. So it's like no, we're gonna just keep recording over this one, and it's fine.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, it's it's so upsetting. Yeah, and I mean this is how we meet Paul, yes. his
0: ex boyfriend, who I have dubbed Anxiety Daddy. Um, <laughs> chowder that looked an awful lot like chicken
1: noodle soup to me i
0: was like what uh,
1: you are yeah. you're gonna lose the chowder fest sir but that's what makes it a weird dream right it's like wow he sure. told me it was soup but it looked like bread dreams are crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> paul is played by the guy francois arnaud i think Mm-hmm. I'm getting probably his last name wrong. It doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. he played the mean photographer on Schitt's Creek. Oh. He also played the love interest in the fourth season of the show Unreal. I watched that. That was so good. I loved Unreal. I love that show.
1: Yes. I like, we just so rarely get to see really awful women. It's amazing. And nobody talks about that show. It's a great one, it's very underrated. And I've been a fan of Sherry Appleby, who plays uh, Rachel Goldberg mm-hmm. in
0: Unreal. Like, she was on Roswell, like, the original Flavor. How crazy. Now she's Back great. when, you know, back when the CW was the WB. So, anyway, if you like women doing horrible things, Unreal is a great show for you. Ooh, so good. So we get Ben just being stuck in the past and imagining a past where he did not get on the plane. Uh, I don't know if his hair looked like this in season one. His hair looked wild. I was so confused. His hair looked like he borrowed Silvio's wig from the Sopranos. Yeah, I know it's jersey, but please calm down, Ben's it's hair. It's
1: so much extra hair, but I guess it's his hallucination. He can have the hair he wants to. Yeah, he was like, "My I had so much volume back then." It was then. so different before now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, big L for Ben because I'm like, "Whoa, is Paul living in that apartment in New York City?" By himself?
1: And Paul has like a beautiful nose. Like, what a face. Oh my what god, just a nose. handsome, handsome man. What an idiot. He's like, oh no, these girls. I need to help out these girls. These like these what, vicious like- little monsters. Yeah. Oh god. I bet he feels like such an idiot. Waka
0: waka. I <laughs> I found it very goofy when Ben also hallucinated that. The one random JV girl who's not even like the backwards hat girl. Like, I don't know their names apart from
1: Crystal. Yeah, I think that's allowed.
0: Lunch one and lunch two. <laughs> <laughs> but when she's like, I'm still hungry, I was like, Ben, you're crazy a- for this one. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that one's Like, a big I know, much. I'm like, I know you're dying, but let's yes. keep it together. Let's button it up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Gosh, that was all so. This is a crazy episode. This one is a much
0: more, like, the day... I mean, I guess it's appropriate because it's the day after this... It really is. ...crazy thing that happens. But, like, after I watched it, like, the next day, I was in the kitchen doing something. My friend was over. I just stopped what I was doing in the kitchen. I was like, Shauna really told that guy how much she loves to peel (laughs) the skin off of a human corpse. Like, she...
1: (laughs) Uh, she said that out loud to another human being unbelievably i i I was shaking because of how badly i wanted to do this
0: and again it is a testament to how fucked up the worldview of this show is and my experience of watching it where i'm like ah i just feel so bad that she's
1: got murder blue balls (laughs) she's like she's like i just need to get off okay
0: (laughs) oh my god and (laughs) she needs to get off with strawberry lube (laughs) exclusively used
1: by bisexuals
0: and goths
1: (laughs) i honestly love like a man just taking accountability for ruining their sexual relationship i was really impressed with him for that
0: absolutely i also want to say though like jeff again can't believe i'm saying this about a man don't be so hard on yourself. You successfully pulled off
1: a blackmail scam. <laughs> Successful, quote unquote. <laughs> if it hadn't happened, she wouldn't have killed at. Ad- you know what? It, it all went kind of sideways. It, one could argue. Well, okay, I wouldn't argue, but one could. <laughs>
0: He successfully pulled off a blackmail scam and mm-hmm. took his wife's lover out of the picture. Okay, You're right,
1: actually. Yeah, he crushed it. My bad. He, he was amazing. absolutely crushed it.
0: Cut his life into pieces. This was this his, was last, his resort. last resort. This was his last resort. I also just love when they're in that diner, that waitress is just heel-turned. She hears strawberry lube and is like,
1: okay. nope that was such a good moment that was amazing what was wild for me was actually watching shauna just like attempt to justify why she pulled the gun on that guy when she was like oh there are important things in the car and i'm like shauna where are you gonna keep digging this hole like yeah,
0: don't lie to- don't lie to jeff about how much you want to murder
1: exactly like just be honest be like i don't know i got weird i wanted to pull the gun not like oh her toy is in the car
0: right i'm like okay she's what like 16 17 you just like one day she was like i'm done with mr schwoosoms and you just left him in there forever yeah like this family is messed
1: up it is a nightmare (laughs) it's truly a nightmare clean your van seriously seriously what else was in there Uh, really important stuff apparently because she had to have it back i also want to say
0: in re jeff confronting kevin tan at the gym deeply uninterested (sighs) in scenes between men on this show okay every scene should have a woman in it yes every scene should pass the bechdel test i 100% agree Look, maybe if Travis and Coach Ben have to say something to each other. Sure. Like they're in a like they're in a survival situation. It's and valid. The girls the girls are right there. Like they can't get away from the girls.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I also just like I don't need to see Jeff doing more dumb stuff. Like he and Shauna just do the dumbest stuff, and this was such a bummer dumb move for him to go out of his way and get weird. Like, what's he think is gonna happen?
0: I did appreciate how they are both dressed like knockoff members of Limp Biscuit in the gym. Like, (laughs) what is going on with them? Uh, You're not extras and she's all that. It is fully the present.
1: Oh, I had some questions about Thaisa. Um, When Van decides to pull that move where she's like, you can go, but let me follow you you know other Taisa are we supposed to when we find that symbol are we supposed to come to the conclusion that other Taisa is one who's made them put this symbol everywhere or is that not what we're supposed to come to
0: i don't know yeah i do think it maybe ties into the present day timeline with the postcards like was other Taisa the one who sent them yeah Also, I mean, again, you just start asking questions, you know, like you pull one thread, the whole sweater is just. Yeah. If she sent those postcards, did she also send them to Lottie and Van and whoever else survived? Yeah. So
1: many, many questions there. I I think so. She's out drawing it on her wife, you know? I don't think she could have gone
0: upstairs. Where the dead cabin guy was. Oh, interesting. And it was there already. Because, like, that was the first time I think that they saw it. I think the camera had spotted it a few times. Okay, okay. So, I mean, but there is, there's clearly something. They are having a moment. Yeah. Other Thaisa and the symbol and the one with no eyes, who we still have no. I don't know what that is. Real context for. Mm -mm. Yeah, again, I just really need somebody to give Van a copy of Codependent No More in the past. I, I mean, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, in the very first episode, we saw her mom, like, passed out on the couch. Yeah. Van trying to, like, wake her up out of a drunken stupor to drive her to school so she could go to nationals.
1: Ugh.
0: So she's just trapped in this dynamic.
1: Yeah. Which maybe
0: or maybe not, they would be in if they were still back home.
1: I'm so excited to see her come back as an adult. I'm so st- I... And I think that's what other Taisa is miming in the mirror, right? When she like does the thing with her eyes. Oh, absolutely. At first I thought it was a symbol, but then I think it's Van's scars. I thought it was their matching Doomcoming masks,
0: potentially. Uh, okay. I just want to call out once again, this was huh. my opinion in season one, remains my opinion in season two. Tawny Cypress, who plays Adult Thaisa, is continuing to deliver the most low-key best performance on the show. Yes. She has a much higher bar to clear, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And I think she's less of a big name. Like people know Melanie Lindsky can yes. do kind of like, oh, I'm I'm cute, but I'm also brutal. Like yes. she's been doing that yeah. from a very young age. And Tawny Cypress is absolutely terrifying. She in is both, so good at
1: being scary. Uh-huh. Oh
0: my god. I'm just like, what are you gonna do? It's gonna be so bad. Mm-hmm.
1: We must protect Steve at all costs. Yeah. Poor Steve. Steve's not gonna make it. Do you think Steve's gonna make it? He wasn't even in this episode.
0: Best case scenario is I think Simone quietly adopts steve out to a less haunted family
1: and we're assuming simone lives we don't know mm. you know especially now she's gonna try to bring van back in her life who knows
0: i don't know i hope simone lives i hope she gets far away from taisa it's such That's a shame what she needs to but it is very very messy
1: i mean i think the nurse said like she's not out of the woods which is rut row
0: i wasn't a hundred percent clear on whether that was real
1: oh. wait was that real
0: I think that one was real. Okay, that's right. Because she wakes, like Tisa, like comes to, and yes. then finds out she's drawn the symbol on Simone's hand, which is yes. like,
1: wow, not helpful. No, and she's like, it's for luck, and then she takes it off. <laughs> well, I mean, she was lying. To I the know she's lying, but it's like,
0: what did the she nurse know? She could be though? like, oh, okay, tale as old as time. I was like okay. part of this teenage cannibal cult. <laughs> I was following Mysterious Entity with no eyes, and sometimes that shit still comes up.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, uh, There's just, like, so many things that happened during this. I also—it's disgusting seeing teenagers having a baby shower. That's just—I just want to put that that's, like, a gross thing that I never wanted. Like, their version of it was fine, but I never want to see teenagers doing a baby shower for each other.
0: Okay, great. You and my mom completely agree about this, despite (laughs) the (laughs) fact— Despite the fact that my mom had a baby and a baby shower as a teenager. Wow, that's wild. (laughs) There was a girl in my show choir who got pregnant in high school and the other girls were like, let's throw a baby shower because, you know. If you're kind of, like, in your little privileged bubble, you're like, yeah, baby shower, that'll fix everything. Yeah. Uh, regardless of the circumstances, my mom was just livid. She was like, I can't believe they're encouraging this behavior. And I'm like, I think they're just yes. trying to, like, buy her some diapers. <laughs> but I guess that means I, I will know. RSVP no.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and Misty's new friend. Crystal, they're kind of both like, we like eating people. Yeah. Yes. Also,
0: Crystal, get the fuck out of here. Absorbing your twin in the womb, not the same. Not the same. I know you want to seem cool and hard, but you're not cool. Also, listen, that monologue from Steel Magnolias is so good. <laughs> And it is such a deranged choice. Yes. For so many reasons. Granted, Misty kind of kills it. She kills it. No pun intended. Yes. Like, even Taisa
1: came around. Like, she did such a good job committing to it. What was Crystal, like, doing during the monologue? I was so confused. She you see her arm up and out? I think she was maybe trying to create, like, a proscenium with her arms. Interesting. That's...
0: That's the best I can do. If anybody else has any other ideas, please let us know.
1: Yeah, and I'll Google proscenium after this. So a proscenium is
0: the opening of the stage, the proscenium arch. Yeah. Okay. You can also Google it to fact check me, but um, I i have a bfa in acting so that much
1: i know i trust you i trust you then thank you when you said misty's friend i thought you meant walter tattersall oh our um what's his name a little hobbit elijah wood uh (laughs) skipper of the great expectations gosh that's all so crazy because i'm like i don't i don't understand how misty's not clocking that like he's probably smarter than her and knows everything you know like he makes me so nervous
0: I think he's potentially investigating the Jessica Roberts thing. The Jessica Roberts thing? The woman that Misty poisoned last season.
1: Oh.
0: And who Thaisa calls Uh as she's leaving the hospital. As she's like, hey, I just caused a horrible car accident. Hey, campaign manager, let me take your keys. I gotta go drive to see my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. So... I think that he is in the mix for reasons that actually have nothing to do with Adam Martin mm-hmm. necessarily at this point. Ooh, interesting. One thing I picked up here is that his boat is called Great Expectations. He makes an allusion to he's aboard Moriarty looking for a Sherlock, which is him like trying to appeal to Misty's sense of superiority because she would yes. want to be Sherlock, the yes. you know brilliant uh detective and not the criminal mastermind yeah and then she talks about Cyrano the play Cyrano de Bergerac Mm -hmm. by Edmund Rostand, which I agree uh it is an overrated play that is boring and verbose that play sucks anyway so these are all kind of like canonical examples of Victorian literature Uh uh-huh I don't know if that means something like my google searches did not come up with any particular connections. I think it means he's a freaking nerd. He is definitely a freaking (laughs) nerd. Because he has Tahitian treat to drink. That was so weird. And I love when he's like, oh, if this goes south, my attorney has instructions. I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Like, you probably are gonna die Mm
1: -hmm. soon, but not because you were interrogating Randy fucking Walsh. No. Randy's like, I don't know. What did they do with Randy in the end? Do we know what happened in the end? They just told him to leave. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because he Uh, mm -hmm.
1: brought up the purple people eaters yes he said they drink all
0: the Fanta yeah Mm -hmm. that was all they got out of him
1: uh do white moose exist I meant to google it are those real yes I did google it
0: they do exist they are real yeah they're very rare Mm -hmm. um they're mostly kind of like in the like subarctic band between like I think Sweden over to Alaska uh-huh. And they have sacred meeting for some North American indigenous tribes. Uh-huh. So they are a symbol of hope. Okay. My question is was that a real
1: thing? Yes. We don't know. It seems weird to suddenly see this animal and not see any tracks for so long.
0: It also doesn't help that it's obviously CGI. Yes. So that does not help us. No. In the uncanny narrative
1: valley. And I knew that it was too. So
0: I don't know. Somebody was saying on Reddit that like the ceiling panel got dislodged and it was still dislodged after the moose went away. Yeah. But I'm like also, like anything could have happened. A branch could have fallen. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think it was real. I choose to believe it was real. You choose to believe it was real. I choose to believe it was
0: not real. So I look forward to us not getting any answers by the end of this season yeah
1: me too me too <laughs> i think i i think i want to like i think i want to be like being able to invest in natalie's reality like i want her reality to be an accurate one i guess is kind mm-hmm. of what i'm going through since she's like the more reasonable feeling one Got right it. now you know Got it.
0: i see what you're saying i want to be invested in something supernatural in these here woods.
1: Well, I didn't say the moose was supernatural. I just heard it was a real moose and it could be a real moose. You told me that white moose are real. Maybe it's not supernatural. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But
0: I want it to be supernatural. Got it. It could be real. I'm not saying it's impossible that it's
1: real i'm saying i want more spooky shit yeah you want more spooky shit i lean the opposite i was thinking before i'm like i bet kelly feels the opposite than i do i do i want everything to be real and reasonable for some reason
0: you know i have been in that position at different yeah. points in my life but at this point in my life i'm like you know what yeah, reality yeah, blows it
1: really does
0: i would love for anything else to be true yes
1: yes Um, birds? What was that? What was the birds? Okay. And why did we all decide to hand them to Lottie or whatever? I don't understand. Shauna got a nosebleed. The blood fell on the symbol. Yes. Oh.
0: That seems to be what caused all of these birds, which were starlings, which I did not look up their significance before this. I was too busy Googling white moose. (laughs) Which sound that sounds like a drug, white moose. It really does. So they just dropped out of the sky, possibly triggered by Shauna's blood on the symbol. We know that quote unquote it and or he wants blood. Yeah. We hear that come up again in Lottie's hallucination yes. at the end of the episode where she hallucinates
1: literal blood hives. Ooh. Ooh, this is a, it's a shout out to us actually
0: it is a shout out to us and also shout out to my friend chris who pointed that out to me when i missed uh, it
1: that's so good
0: also thank you chris for sending me a mrs fields cookie cake that says i want <sighs> my lawyer
1: i love that i was so excited when i saw that that's so cool
0: i thought- maybe you sent it because like no. mrs fields just some quick customer feedback don't put your note under the shipping label because mm. like even if it's marked like messages inside i'm not looking there i'm looking in the box the fun yes. thing that i open absolutely so i finally figured out who it was it Was my friend chris thank you Chris. Uh, that's so cool good job chris yeah and yeah so literal blood hives
1: Yes. And wow.
0: and we see do you watch the next on like the previews for the next of episode? Of course I have to. Yeah, okay. Some people are really anti that.
1: Wow. They really don't
0: want to watch them.
1: The people give it to us, I'm going to watch it.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, we know that Lottie is talking to someone, presumably a therapist or something yes. like that. Hmm. Yes. I wasn't having hallucinations. Now I'm having them again. Yeah. I would like to not be having them. I wonder if it started with whatever the truth is about what happened with Travis. Yes. We know that she hallucinated Laura Lee and hasn't told anybody about it. Yes. So, I mean, there's something, something is going on here.
1: It is. And I was a little worried. So I don't know if I'm still invested in my idea. That the heliotrope clothes are drugs that are seeping in. They are absolutely soaked in white mousse. I think they're soaked in white mousse, and I'm nervous about it. But especially because I saw older Natalie, like, wearing half a sweater or, like, wearing a little bit of the purple, which mm-hmm. makes me kind of go, rut Like, I don't think it was touching her skin, and actually... I I need, mean, well,
0: cause I now can't get screen grabs. I guess I have to take a photo of my laptop. Uh, gross. I want that picture of Natalie like sitting outside of the circle, just like slumped over with the sweater like draped over her. Like that needs to be my wallpaper uh, on my good. phone. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Anything could happen. I saw a very bad take on Twitter. Ooh, where it take? The twig. The, the twig. The twig. If you post a take on Twitter, it is automatically a twake. A twake. The twig twas. This person was like, oh, like it really has got off the rails in this second season. And I hate the writing. And we're exactly where we were in the first episode, in the third episode. And I'm like, no, we're not. They ate a whole person.
1: <laughs> yeah, a whole person's been eaten by now.
0: They picked her clean.
1: And Shauna has a gun.
0: Shauna has a gun. Yep. They have declined to make bone broth out of Jackie, which I think is a mistake. That,
1: that would have been really smart, actually. I'm Both surprised. for
0: nutritional reasons and yeah. also because, as Crystal says about the baby shower, it's not really a party without snacks. <laughs> I loved that.
1: <laughs> I loved that.
0: I just, I think if that's how you feel you're watching the wrong show yeah yeah well I guess she's like if people like it that's fine and I'm like if people like it and that's fine why are you even talking I did not reply
1: yeah not my problem <laughs> not my problem not my circus not my monkeys absolutely not um oh my gosh okay so I do
0: also appreciate seeing teen Thaisa at as she and Akilah are yes. making a, a cradle for the baby. Also, oof. Akilah, you're toast. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. want to get back to hang out with your happy nephew? Probably uh, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Meanwhile, Thaisa has like negative maternal instincts. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, oh, you like a baby? That's weird. Yes. Hope this never happens to me. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I hope Sammy has a stable relative that he can stay with. Me too. Me
1: too. Since she has expressed no concern about him whatsoever. Yeah. There's something about how Aquila said the line like I would do anything to see him again, which felt very like heavy and loaded, and I wonder if that's supposed to like imply other Taisa and current now maybe trying to see Van or something, you know?
0: I don't know. I feel like Maybe, you know, a hideous beast will show up with a magic mirror that's like, here, you
1: can see your nephew in this magic mirror. Yeah. And I hope there's good practical reasons that the mirror is magic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Nobody does forward thinking technology like the Canadian wilderness. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review Bloodhive wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to recommend us to your BFFs and frenemies however you can. Subscribe to Kelly Anakin's hilarious Patreon or make a one-time donation to Kelly-Anakin on Venmo to help us keep the content coming. Send a voice message to Podcast at gmail.com for a chance to hear your Yellow Jackets hot takes on an upcoming episode. Bloodhive is a production of KA Collaborative. Our theme song is Eat Your Heart Out by Wolves. Special thanks to today's guests, the team at Cosmic Standard, and my own personal judges table. Last but not least, all praise to the Antler Queen.